Thank you for joining the Transform Impossible, which is India's first Future Tech Meets Sustainability podcast. And today I'm really delighted to have you, Mr. Mithun John, who is the joint CEO at the Maharashtra State Innovation Society. This podcast is designed with the intention to spread awareness about fourth industrial revolution and all the technology and what it's going to do to enterprise and consumers. So really appreciate you taking time being part of the conversation. So would you like to kind of give a brief introduction on who you are and then we can move on. Sure, uh, Eddie. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank uh, you uh, for uh, giving us this opportunity to um, use this platform to reach out to uh, the ones who are uh, registered with you. Uh, so I've been a part of the uh, society for uh, about two and a half years now. Prior to this, I've uh, worked with the uh, with a couple of uh, early stage healthcare and biotech uh, ventures. I've done my engineering in biotech and an executive program from uh, IIM Bangalore. And uh, just to give you an idea about the State Innovation Society, uh, we are the, st- uh, the nodal agency of the government of Maharashtra to support startups in the state. And uh, our job is to see, or our role is to see how we can um, strengthen the startup ecosystem in uh, Maharashtra, maintain a very strong network with various uh, partners of the ecosystem, which would uh, include uh, startups, of course, and then the incubators, accelerators, uh, the entire spectrum of uh, investors, right from your angel networks to various stages of uh, VCs to we see increasing number of corporates uh, getting active. So corporate VCs, international government agencies, uh, so on and so forth. So we are a fairly young team that's come from various uh, corporate backgrounds that's uh, currently working uh, for the government of Maharashtra. And uh, we are under the Department of uh, Skill Development and Entrepreneurship, uh, government of Maharashtra. I think the entire world is changed post-COVID. And everybody has yeah. got to everybody has realized the role of digitization, how important that is going to play for creating a better future. And the startup community, I think, is playing a huge, huge role. But somehow over the years, there's been lack of a, a support, a cohesive ecosystem to you know support the young startups because there are some fantastic startups in the country, but there has always been a lack of uh, support from the funding uh, ecosystem, from the industry support and so on and so forth. So would you like to kind of give us and my audience a little bit more detail about when was Maharashtra State Innovation Society incepted uh, and what's the vision ahead? Uh, Surely. So um, there's been a lot of thrust uh, from uh, the government when it comes to supporting the uh, startup ecosystem. And I'm not just talking for uh, Maharashtra. I will get into details of what we are doing and what our plans are. But even if you look at it, Pan-India, you know, Startup India and Invest India, who are the central government agencies to support uh, the startup ecosystem, have been uh, doing a lot of work to uh, strengthen the ecosystem at, at, at large, not uh, just in terms of regulatory aspects, but also to make uh, funding available. Now, uh, one um, noticeable change uh, that we have seen over the last five years, we uh, most states in India, and at last count, I think it was uh, about 29 or 30, have a specific nodal agency in place to uh, support startups. So just like Maharashtra, uh, State Innovation Society is the nodal agency for the state of Maharashtra. Very similar to that, you have states like Telangana, Gujarat, 
Assam and uh, you know I was very impressed even Andaman and Nicobar Islands also has got uh, a dedicated nodal agency so uh, from that perspective I mean it, it's a great sign that the government uh, in each of these states is uh, backing up the startup ecosystem and um, from a fun funding perspective if you look at the uh, central government they have made available a lot of venture funds uh, fund of funds uh, through the city where there is a commitment of uh, you know deploying about 10000 crores uh, through various venture partners even at the state level there's a lot of intent to uh, have uh, venture funds uh, available uh, where the government has uh, risk uh, has put in place risk capital to support startups if you look at maharashtra itself uh, as we speak we have about three uh, venture funds already in place uh, the plans are on for a fourth uh, early stage fund uh, the three funds uh, that we currently have is uh, number one a social venture fund that's managed by sibi uh, number two is um, uh, a defense and aerospace fund which if you can imagine is a very niche area but you know that's close to a 300 crore uh, fund again uh, that that one's managed by uh, idbi there's a third fund that's uh, largely to support um, msme and uh, micro uh, entrepreneurs especially from uh, the uh, backward uh, classes so uh, and uh, as we speak uh, we are in talks with our uh, department to launch uh, a fourth uh, fund which uh, would focus on early stage uh, startups in uh, in sectors where the government is a key stakeholder so we are talking of sectors like agriculture healthcare smart infra mobility education so on and so forth. the only way forward for not not just the state but the entire nation to progress is when you understand that innovation is the only way for uh, creating a sustainable and thriving future forward the state of telangana then there's bangalore those have been doing some really really interesting things when it comes to creating a startup e e ecosystem and and they've done it in a very very short time what makes msins the unique we try and uh, learn from what the others are doing we interact very regularly with the team from kerala gujarat uh, karnataka punjab so th there's a lot of healthy uh, collaboration that uh, you know each of the states uh, have between uh, uh, between each other uh, in all this so that's one thing that i think uh, the central agents the uh, team at invest india has done uh, very well in terms of uh, bringing in that ranking framework so there's that incentivization of uh, you know a very good uh, performance but uh, over the last uh, couple of years the the team has uh, put in a lot of uh, efforts to roll out uh, various initiatives and given the backing of the great uh, leadership that we have we were able to uh, jump up uh, a few spots when it came to the uh, startup india ranking this year and we were under the leaders uh, category of course there's a lot more uh, we can do to uh, end up on top and uh, as we speak the work is on we have so one thing that clearly stands out is um, the startup week that we uh, organize which is an annual uh, platform that we have and if you look at across india one uh, major issue that's faced by startups is uh, in terms of public procurement you know how governments uh, on board startups or how do they give work orders or how do they give a commercial order to startups in the startup week which is an annual event that we have we identified 24 uh, unique startups from uh, not just maharashtra but across india 
and we give them a government work order for 15 lakhs each so the idea is we introduce or we provide a platform for a paid pilot for 24 startups with various departments within the government of maharashtra now uh, if you look at the sectors that these startups would fall under again uh, all key sectors where uh, the government is a stakeholder so agri healthcare smart mobility governance sustainability education skilling so so everywhere you know the government is also a very large prospective buyer uh, or a customer when it comes to uh, these sectors and the uh, the idea is to give 24 startups a foot in the door when it comes to working with the government um, and uh, so one question which we uh, get very often when it comes to the startup week is why do you allow startups from outside of maharashtra to participate um, in this because if you look most i don't want to use the word all but most uh, government uh, events that uh, are there across india uh, unless and until it's by startup india it's restricted to startups within that uh, state but um, so uh, our uh, answer to that has always been um, you know while we are trying to give a foot in the door to 24 startups what we are also trying to bring about is innovation within various government departments by introducing newer products and technologies so why should the government of maharashtra lose out on some innovation which uh, say is happening in assam or delhi or uh, chennai or bangalore or you know wherever that is and our leadership has been um, supportive enough to uh, keep this fairly open in terms of uh, participation across the country and uh, so we have had three editions so far 72 startups have benefited and uh, in fact we are talking at the right time because as we speak uh, the applications are currently open for startups across india to apply so i would request uh, if there are any listeners who are uh, startups and uh, so the underlying theme is uh, each of these startups need to have a use case for the uh, government so if you feel that the government is a prospective customer then i would urge each one of you to apply to this uh, on our website www.msins in and if there are startups in your network please do help us spread the word for a startup besides the funding i guess the main thing is you know when you have a work order when you can create business you know rather than so that i think is, is such a great thing would you like to kind of share some details on startups which which has been incubated from msn society which has created real world value across industries and and and, and the government and uh, can there be an ecosystem built open ecosystem where startups from all the states and can be part of uh, your program because i mean in all fairness we have some great startups across the country you know and yes obviously every state is creating a competition and trying to breed their own innovation uh, ground by you know push driving the, the startup ecosystem can there be a ecosystem where A, a smart entrepreneur, a disruptor who's creating innovation, which is going to create real-world value. Uh, should should they be just ignored, or should they be also be part of you know uh, a collaborative ecosystem? Because the future, where the future is going, is, is all very collaborative. I mean, I I fully agree, and which is why I told you the startup week doesn't restrict uh, the applications to just startups in Maharashtra. So startups across any state, anywhere in India. can apply to this so it's by no means uh, restricted to startups uh, only in india in fact 
you know, there's quite clearly uh, been a benefit. Now, let's uh, just look at uh, some of these uh, examples, couple of examples. So there's a startup called as uh, Niramai, uh, which is a healthcare, uh, healthcare organization based out of Bangalore. And uh, they have developed a technology to diagnose breast cancer using uh, an equipment that's uh, non-radiation based and does not involve any kind of physical uh, examination. Now, this is this is a huge leap when it comes to technology, and they have uh, managed to do this using AI and uh, thermal analytics. So they uh, were a winner in the edition that we had in 2019. So why should the health department or why should the women in Maharashtra lose out on something that's uh, a break to technology like this. So uh, we had a company called as Planis, which was uh, in, which was born out of IIT Madras. And uh, they developed uh, a remote operated vehicle, which could uh, go underwater and uh, look for cracks within dams. Yeah. And uh, so we took it to the water department. Government of Maharashtra, and we told them that you know this is the winner of the start of week, and they were so impressed with the kind of work uh, that was being done by Planis. So while our work order was about for about fifteen lakhs, they were able to top it up. They said, you know, this is uh, this is a project that we have been wanting to do, but we didn't know the right partner. So they kind of topped up the work order, and uh, so using this, they were able to um, scan the dam, or they were able to find out. Uh, you know, the entire dam, they were able to map it and see and look for leakages. And, you know, there's a huge amount of maintenance work that can be done using this. There's a huge amount of water savage because there are a lot of cracks through which, you know, water might seep. That's the kind of impact uh, a company like Planis was able to create. Uh, they are a company that's heavily uh, dependent on the government as a customer. So a lot of projects came their way. You know, because of this pilot that they uh, did with government of Maharashtra. So that, that, that's one uh, prime example of, uh, you know, why uh, we have kept it fairly open to startups uh, across India and uh, a great startup where, uh, you know, they were able to work closely with our help department. Lovely. How cool is that? You know, I mean, we're getting into a world where technology, I think, in the next few years is going to completely transform uh, uh, mankind, you know, and you, you mentioned about artificial intelligence, you mentioned about a remote operated uh, vehicle. Now, I've been invested in the ARVR space, and that's a space which is growing, and especially post-COVID, it's come to the forefront that, you know, everything which is remote is is now the next, next big thing, you know, remote healthcare, remote education, and uh, remote training, and so on and so forth. But, you know, of the conversations I've had with startups over here, they, they have said that we do not have a support ecosystem. Now, it's, it's not just the ARVR space. It's also like anything and everything which is deep tech or future tech, you know, right from maybe like artificial intelligence to 3D printing of organs to quantum computing and so on and so forth. So these are... Uh, uh, these are extremely transformation technology. And I think most of the nations, most of the biggest organizations are trying to, you know, at least understand it by investing a lot of uh, money on it for uh, research and development and also kind of push driving that e e ecosystem. But that does not seem to be the case, at least here in India and even Maharashtra, you know, at least when it comes to the really future in deep tech, because what happens with the, the, the venture fund uh, uh, community is they like to invest in startups which is called uh, shorter horizons and with when with deep tech and emergence tech, tech startups what happens in the horizon of the uh, rate of uh, ROI is longer is there any plan or is there any initiatives that MSNIS is working 
going on for supporting the emerging tech, deep tech uh, startups, which have a larger horizon of ROI, but can be completely transformational, not just to the state, but also the entire country. I mean, uh, that's a very uh, relevant uh, point, Eddie. And um, while there's been increased uh, interest from early stage investors to back deep tech, we still feel there's some amount of uh, vacuum that's there. And uh, there's no, I mean, um, we are uh, trying to address this issue. In fact, we are working on uh, launching an initiative to support deep tech uh, startups. Uh, if you look at the, um, if you look at the central government entity called as BIRAC, which is largely to support uh, biotech startups, they have been able to create a dent in the whole biotech um, segment by backing a lot of startups you know biotech um, of course is also there's a lot of deep tech that's involved and basically these are all long gestation uh, businesses which is uh, capital could be capital intensive there's a lot of r&d involved and the gestation periods are longer compared to uh, say a conventional consumer technology uh, business so we are uh, working on a particular uh, initiative because one feedback that we got is a lot of these researchers who work on such deep tech projects don't necessarily commercialize the uh, projects that they're working on or they don't convert that into a business largely because you know there's no safety net or you know, there's, there's no steady income flow around what they're uh, doing. So we are working on a deep tech initiative to support about uh, 30 startups. This is more of work in uh, progress. Uh, and uh, we still haven't got the final uh, approvals on this. But have we arrived at the final model? I'm just giving you broad contours as to how uh, this would be large. So we want to, uh, to, uh, to support 25 to 30 entrepreneurs each year, uh, all of them working on uh, deep tech uh, ideas as startups. And uh, we want to uh, give them a grant of up to 25 lakhs each. Uh, part of it could be used as a stipend. Uh, the rest of it, the major chunk of it, say about 15 lakhs or so, would be used as a product development grant. Most likely uh, deploying, uh, this would not be a pure play fund. We would be using uh, incubation centers that have very deep uh, technology experience. Uh, to get into something like this. So broadly, the model would be uh, we partner with uh, two or three incubation centers that are in uh, Maharashtra, and we give them the necessary fund, and they would then identify uh, seven or eight startups and uh, in the area of uh, deep tech, multi uh, across various sectors, and uh, run this program where they would uh, give a uh, fund of 25 lakhs to each of these uh, deep tech uh, entrepreneurs. So register a company so you could be a, a senior researcher who's working on an idea so we can allow you to come on board but once you're on board you need to uh, register that uh, entity so quite clearly we want to uh, support the creation of or starting up of uh, 25 to 30 deep techs uh, out of uh, Maharashtra through this particular initiative and we want to run this uh, year on year so that's that's something that uh, we are keenly uh, as a team working on Lovely. I, I think that's a brilliant initiative because I guess we need to push onto the future because the future is coming really faster than our imagination. It's largely these exponential tech, you know, because it's artificial intelligence, IoT, blockchain, and so on and so forth. And, and once it all comes together and it's, it's all converging and once it converges, I guess, you know, there's going to be deep transformation across industries as well as consumers. You've been involved in biotech and I guess that that's a space which is 
completely going to change. You know, so far the health industry has been very reactive. With biotech, it can get proactive. We have we're just kind of yeah. figuring out the source code of life, genetic engineering, and, and so on and so forth. You know, and and this this could be the roadmap of possibly maybe in the next few decades to completely take off diseases out of the e- ecosystem. You know, so that's the potential of. But, uh, let's look at something like haystack analytics, which. Uh, is a deep tech biotechnology started into genome sequencing. So, you know, just what you mentioned about. So they are uh, trying to address the whole issue of uh, multi-drug resistance in tuberculosis, which has been a burning issue, uh, not just for Maharashtra, but across the country. So we actually funded their first pilot for 100 samples, uh, you know, through the uh, start of week. And currently, as we speak, uh, you know, that technology has been validated. They have taken up larger projects. They're working with... uh, They have found an extended application of that to genome sequence uh, COVID-19 strains. And they are able to predict uh, well in advance when there's an outburst or, you know, when there's some particular strain that's prevalent in, uh, you know, any state or any city. So they're working with uh, multi-governments. They also got a grant from the central government to uh, deploy and uh, analyze a few samples within the state of Maharashtra. So while in the startup week, we have given a platform to each of these companies to validate their technology. Uh, In the Deep Tech Initiative Fund that I told you about, we want to help create them early on. Because in the startup week, we insist on an MVP being ready because we are being a customer. We don't mind being a first customer, but quite clearly, you need to have your product in. Whereas in the in the other initiative that I talked to you about, we want to help create these uh, kind of companies. Right. How cool is that? Because I guess we need to support or, or disruptive entrepreneurs because they are the ones who will possibly chart out or tomorrow, you know, or, or future. And tell me, I mean, is this restricted only for Maharashtra and cities or is this open for uh, uh or rural areas also, because that somehow at times gets missed out. And of course, most of the time, I mean, we, we kind of look at lens only with uh, uh, cities. And w- w- is, is there any initiative for women entrepreneurs? Because there is a growing number of women entrepreneurs right now, but they're still there. Is, it needs to be kind of create. We need a diverse and inclu- inclusive uh, e- ecosystem. So uh, is there anything that you're doing? When you're the government's uh, nodal agency, we need to take a more holistic uh, approach. And uh, like you rightly pointed out, uh, there's a lot of interesting ideas or startups that are coming from um, the smaller cities or towns. And um, so it's been our focus to create uh, a holistic ecosystem across the state. Uh, so, um, so we have uh, one of our largest projects, in fact, uh, where we have committed close to 100 crores is to set up incubation centers across the state. So between Mumbai and Pune, we have about four of them. Uh, The rest of the 13 are spread across the state. And the idea is to provide access and the necessary infrastructure to uh, early stage entrepreneurs. Most of these uh, incubation centers are in uh, universities uh, across the state. And our commitment to each of these 17 is to give them a grant of five crores over a period of five years. And uh, we have also mandated that 10% of this money or the grant that we give them should be, must be used as seed money for their incubators with a maximum cap of uh, 30%. That way we have, we are trying to uh, create this uh, infrastructure available 
to uh, entrepreneurs across the state. Say, for example, we need to host an event in, say, an Amravati or a Jalgaon. They may not have the right access to investors or VCs or mentors that somebody in a Mumbai or Pune would have. So there we are work very closely with these teams to see how we can bring up or bring them uh, at a level playing field or provide them more uh, access. So we use that network so that we can support these uh, folks that are in uh, tier two, tier three uh, towns and, and see how we can uh, do a lot of capacity building for them. Like uh, for all the incubation centers, we, um, you know, plan to, uh, we did take them to mature uh, centers like the one at IIT Bombay or the one at Riddle, which is in uh, KJ Somaya, because there's a lot of peer to peer learning right. also that right. happens when we can. Yeah. And we also, uh, in fact, uh, of course, the last one year has been a bit slow, but otherwise we have had a lot of uh, international agencies like uh, the Innovation uh, Agency of the UK government called as Innovate UK. They had uh, come down to take a lot of sessions. So, And we have a lot of other uh, well-known people from the ecosystem who we invite so that we can uh, very constantly have a lot of capacity building uh, exercises for them. Uh, apart from this, uh, we have specific uh, initiatives. So we ran a very uh, interesting one in 2018 called as the Startup Yatra, which was uh, in partnership with uh, Startup India. And there the idea was uh, we went to 14 districts across the state and uh, we uh, invited anybody and everybody to pitch. You could just have uh, an idea in your mind, but you could come and pitch. Uh, the focus was on smaller uh, towns. So, for example, we didn't have this in Mumbai, we didn't have this in Pune. We uh, say, for example, we had it in Baramati. So that so that was the uh, focus to move away from the larger towns and uh, you know provide a platform for uh, our uh, folks in the in the uh, smaller uh, towns and cities to come and pitch. And uh, it was very interesting because we had uh, folks as young as uh, from age standard to uh, up to sixty years uh, of age coming forward to pitch and. So unlike in the startup week, it was not a very rigid criteria that you need to have a product ready. It could be half an idea, but what was important is to make sure, give them that feeling that there's somebody who's there out there to listen to you. Um, so that was in 2018 uh, and last couple of years we have not had it, but now we feel we need to uh, do something like this year on year. And we have seen the progress that these winners have made and which is why we were convinced that we need to have something like create a platform like this on an ongoing basis. I think the internet has democratized knowledge and it has given the tool, if you have a desire, you could be sitting in any part of the corner of the country, you know, whether it's, it's the urban or the rural place, but if, if you've got a desire and intent, you can create businesses, you can collaborate because there are organizations such as yourself who are supporting our startup e ecosystem. And, and there are some young kids who are doing fantastic stuff. I was having a conversation with this 20-year-old kid who's working on autonomous vehicle, you know, and that, that might sound a little far out, but I think that, that's, that's super fantastic that there are entrepreneurs who are being bold and audacious and, and trying to solve problems which could have 
huge impact uh, on not just the state but the entire country what comes next for maharashtra state innovation society what comes next for you and and could you also my, my earlier question uh, is there any initiative for women entrepreneurs uh, so what we are uh, eagerly looking forward to is the launch of the early stage uh, seed fund uh, that i mentioned to you about so we have uh, Uh, sought for the final approvals from uh, the government so we are hoping uh, sometime later in uh, 2021 we'll be able to launch uh, the seed fund and of course the deep tech initiative is uh, very exciting and i'm sure you also would be looking forward to something like that because that uh, that would be a breakthrough uh, support system and that's where we feel uh, you know uh, the government needs to bear the risk when it comes to something like that we already have to be funds something uh, an initiative focused on deep tech we feel would be great for the uh, ecosystem i would say these are a couple of things that um, you know we are eagerly looking forward to and hopefully we should be able to launch this uh, in the next uh, couple of quarters quarters or so yeah. what happens in the startup week is uh, we identify uh, an innovative product and then we take it to the government department saying you know uh, that we need to pilot this and the innovation society is going to fund for it what we are trying to do in the grand challenge is the exact opposite so we go to a, a government department we source problem statements from them and then we throw it open to the uh, innovator or the startup ecosystem to look for solutions so uh, the first one uh, in fact very soon would be launched with the maharashtra pollution control board wherein uh, they have already given us uh, three problem statements uh, that they would uh, want solutions for so pollution control board has in fact come have committed to, um, a grant of or 1 crore to each of these three uh, problem statements so which means they are committing about 3 crores to uh, pilot uh, each of these uh, startups and uh, that we feel uh, is, is a great um, is great progress from uh, where we started uh, so our, so women entrepreneurship uh, is um, of course a very important aspect and we all believe as a team that there needs to be more diversity within the ecosystem uh, so in uh, 2020 we formed a team within the innovation society the an entrepreneurship cell and uh, we have a few colleagues who are uh, driving the initiatives there the first step in that uh, direction was to set up a women focused uh, incubation center at sndt women's university so we have committed a grant of about 5 crores to set up that uh, incubation center we are hoping in the next couple of months um, you know the paperwork is the work is being done from their side so we are hoping uh, this incubation center will be up and running very soon apart from this we are Uh, engaging with uh, a lot of corporates to see if we can uh, run an acceleration program to uh, support women say about 50 to 20 women founders and over a period of 3 uh, to 5 years have a community of such uh, founders that have uh, worked with and there's also a possibility of a lot of peer to peer uh, learning for them so we are uh, it, it's uh, early early days when it comes to uh, when it comes to particular initiative but quite clearly the intent is very clear to have more diversity in the ecosystem and we are doing our uh, we are working on uh, various initiatives to see how we can uh, support the founders that are there already the women founders we are entering an exciting world 
all of these technologies are converging you know i mean you know right from augmented reality virtual reality mixed reality artificial intelligence iot blockchain synthetic biology quantum computing and in this decade itself all of this con- when it converges will create the greatest technological transition that we have seen in a human history which will create huge benefits for everyone for enterprise as well as consumers and you guys are poised to drive that narrative forward we need more of such uh, organizations to breed nudge the creatives and and, and the un- disruptive entrepreneurs because that's the only way we'll be able to create a a better and brighter future these hackathons are such brilliant ways because you know it it's you know right tackling those problems where you know from the problems and giving it out to those young entrepreneurs disruptive entrepreneurs and finding solutions we need more of these to come together because that's the only way we can create uh, solutions which will create a better, better future of, for not just maharashtra but also for india so thank you for being part of uh, the transform possible podcast uh, and to my listeners if you like what you see in here then please press the subscribe button and until next time see you guys bye thank you thank you sir uh, edi i would uh, it was great to be a part of this very interesting uh, discussion with you and i'd again like to thank you on behalf of uh, the maharashtra state innovation society to give us this opportunity to connect with your uh, viewers